3: The grand old opera introduction there. It's the Laurie and Julia show for your Tuesday here on uh, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. And uh, Thursday, don't forget, is Give to the Max Day. And uh, on Thursday, you will have an opportunity to call in. And uh, and bid on a couple of really cool things. So maybe go to Oprah's big extravaganza in January at the XL Energy Center. Yes, and I guess you two will be in attendance. Thanks for getting me off the hook on that one. And also a uh,
0: wild, a wild sweep for hucking. All Danny, are coming up You
4: there. really like to do office life out loud. <laughs> Doesn't he? I'm i got to push my eyeballs back in my head. I'm just going to give come you come a duct on.
0: It was a joke.
4: All right.
0: You're not really. You're thrilled. It was a full moon last night. Did you guys notice that when <laughs> yes, you drove so home last night? Did that explain a lot of yesterday's sort of shenanigans? I hope so. <laughs> I mean, really, that and Mercury's in retrograde, and we're having January weather. Here's the good news. Now, after like two days of cold, cold. We've been slapped in the face with winter and anything like around 30 will feel warm for the rest of the winter. I'm delighted you know I mean? for the warm-up. Yeah, there mm-hmm. you go. So we're already like conditioning. I, it's like you go from light spanking to paddle. You know what I mean? It's all what? in. It's all in. The, <laughs> oh, Donnie, you <laughs> know when s S&M training session, <laughs> <Yeah>, Weather spanking.
4: <laughs> Remember we talked about how to acclimate your. You were gone that day. How to acclimate yourself for cold weather. Oh, I thought just, you were going
0: to say acclimate yourself to the spanking light. Well, <laughs> you're going to
4: tell us about that <laughs> later.
0: I'm sure. It's but, the number one thing people like to try. Just to, you know. Oh yeah, you've yeah. told us because yeah. it's easy. You and I it believe- warms everything.
4: Up.
3: Jesus. <laughs> Julie's going to tell us how she acclimates to the cold. i really
0: yeah.
4: not, okay. I'm no, really you- not. Well, they said well, you, you know us. you should start what they do in the army if you need to acclimate really fast and you're going to like. You know, the North Pole to do a mission. We're not. Well, we basically live in it. Yeah. You are supposed to get in your shower and try to go as long as you can. No, we're not doing that. I'm doing it the old-fashioned way. I'm going to ebb and flow with the
0: weather and dress accordingly. Well, I
4: was just telling you. But my fingers last night were so white at the ends of them. My mom is sitting there. Going around her house looking for warm mittens. I've got my hands. If people do have ringouts, I learned yeah. a new thing.
0: What is it? Soak them in a like a finger bowl, a, a warm finger, bowl finger bowl of just
4: warm water. Because I let the circulation, circulation come slowly. back. But it it really something's up with my fingers. Well, you have this, you've but it's got, you've, gotten a little worse than last year. So I started working
0: uh, out again, thinking
4: it, maybe I don't have enough circulation. Yeah, in my I don't think that has
0: anything to do with it. I'm I just going to go out on a doctor limb.
1: Jeez. But maybe there doctor.
4: is. They were white yeah. last night. Uh, hello, I just have to. Um, talk about you.
0: Go. No. Go. I, Do I it. have to Do tell it. you something that you will be shocked that I did last night. And I think I can't even Donnie you. Okay. would be shocked, though. This even is, I
1: would be shocked? Yeah. Wow.
0: I got sucked in to the Seattle Seahawks 49ers <laughs> oh, game last night. Oh, you watch Monday Night Football. Uh, oh, that, is that what it's called, Julia? Because it's, it's on Monday nights. Julia, I'm telling you, it was. It's a good game. Something else. And the poor guy, the kicker, I don't know what his name was. Which team? 49ers. Oh, did they have a problem, too? So, I mean, the the Seahawks were going to score. There's three minutes left. Russell Wilson driving. It's a drive all the way down. I mean, I'm sucked into it. Sending emojis to my sister. And at the, like, 10-yard line, he throws an interception. Does something he's never done all year. Blah, blah, blah. 49ers kicker who used to be with the Vikings. And we released him. Oh, Kicked a forty-seven-yard oh, field goal. Oh, of course
4: goal. he did. Oh, it went through.
0: Yes, to tie the game and send it into overtime, and then to win the game, Seattle drove down to whatever. It's just exciting as hell, you know. I, but for, the three. Do ma- hear this conversation? Coming it's out going out of mouth. on forever. Yeah. I get sucked in watching at ten minutes left. Now it's yes. already taken an hour for those ten minutes. I'm just, or it feels like that to me. The guy. The 49 kicker, the guy who used to beat the Vikings, the same exact yardage, wasn't even close. Just yep. shanked the hell out of it, and then the Seahawks end up winning it. I wake up to see uh, if anyone had anything interesting to say about the game. Somehow Matthew McConaughey uh, oh. pops up, and he... Was he in his Lincoln Navigator? No, but he, he <laughs> tweeted this. Give Pete Carroll coach oh, of the yeah. Seahawks, a glass of water and he turns it into a lake and goes skiing on it. A, that I knew what he meant and it's such a Maca- Matthew McConaughey Funny. thing to Did he say. tweet that on his Instagram or put he, it on his Instagram? Both. It was on both. Oh, Matthew. I, I just, but people do take pictures of Pete Carroll because he's quite a gum chomper and then I, I did see a little bit about why didn't the Vikings ever keep him or something. Well,
4: and then anyway, he went to USC. Are you sure this
0: guy played for the Vikings? Chase McLaughlin? Well, I might have misheard I it. I think Don't you like misheard not. that. He it doesn't play been, for the Vikings. All I, I may have
4: been watching soccer. Yeah. Okay, I mean, but no. There was a ball. Then there was, was a used. ball.
0: And they kept saying, <laughs> they were telling me too many things about this guy. I was just
4: trying we're to concentrate. Playing, they're on, playing again on Monday Night Football against the Vikings, the Seattle Seahawks, on December 2nd. Oh, that's f- a very famous birthday in our family. Nope. Yeah. Yep,
3: he did play for the Vikings. He did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Donnie there's see? a little video here of him missing a field goal that would have been the result of me kicking the ball. Okay. That's how bad no, it was.
0: That, for that the was the probably the horrible one at TC Bank He just stayed. got yeah. called up like Sunday to play. So I was. Yeah, then he missed. And then he missed, the he missed it. Yeah. It wasn't, I mean, you know, but he brought, he brought it into overtime. Awesome.
4: You know? Yeah. Then he loses. Yeah. They used to be reliable. I Kickers? think they make them kick from too far away. I don't know. Well, All I know is well, that... Well, this was exciting. <laughs> it was just... Daddy. Did you hear what I said? Yeah, here, this but it is just just exciting. It's the rule. You just, it's... But, <laughs> have they made the f- uprights narrower? I have no
0: idea. <laughs> All I know is that... De- that stadium in San Francisco is now called Levi Stadium. They it's, paid Do you for know it. how cute yeah. it is? It's is it right cute?
4: on the waterfront. Well, it always was, wasn't well, it? Yeah, Santa Santa Park. Park.
0: yeah, yeah. It was always right there. Anyway, all I know is San Francisco was undefeated and the two knuckleheads who were calling the game called it the most exciting football game of the year.
4: I thought they called the Gopher game that.
0: No, but for, NF, for oh, the, sure. you know. Oh, look at
4: Lori knows her leagues. Just okay. whatever, that I'm league, really the, Monday, the Monday league. The Monday league. You know those guys that play on Monday night?
0: Anyway, yep. yeah. That's it, that's it. That's the. You're not going to get another well, football you're report you're going to betting because your sports family's sports
4: going to bet against the Vikings. My They're sister
0: pro- is a both, loves both Seahawks and Vikings. So who does she root for? The,
4: the Seahawks, because they win more. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, she probably will. She'll be at my brother's house at Seahawks Central there. yeah sure. dare root against the Vikings. No. Unless, do like me, I cheer for both. It doesn't matter. Yep, hip, hip hooray. <laughs> it's easy to be um, my kind of a sports fan. <laughs> it's real yep, low stress. Yep, yeah.
4: yep, hip hooray. That's a new way. It's like you the went woman who way. had an orgasm yeah. in my room at your wedding room, right. did. Yip, yep, 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 yep. That was her that was her calling call. Yeah, I guess nobody was, says says yep, yep, hooray. Having the big O so What the heck is that? <laughs> Whoa. Yep, it's yep, an yep, orgasm
5: yep, and a cheek of hair with ivory skin and eyes of emerald
0: green. Oh Dolly Parton, you're a damn national treasure and uh we had a
4: little sneak peek. Did you know ABC News is doing a little Dolly Parton special tonight? Um, well, between that and the launch of the Disney Plus service, what else were they talking about? Well, at least we had Dolly to I break know. up the Disney Thank Plus. Goodness. uh Tonight on ABC at 9 o'clock,
0: it's one hour, but we're going to get to go to Dollywood, and we're going to get a peek at a lot of her costumes that are on display. Yes. And it's called Here She Comes Again. And uh, yesterday, uh, we read about and maybe you guys didn't, but about how Dolly Parton has tattoos. And that is coming out of this interview with Robin Roberts. She said that somewhere, yeah. She said, I got them to cover scars or things. Oh. If, I, if I have to get a scar for any reason, I never can get rid of that purple look. So I thought, well, I'm just going to decorate them with little flowers or little butterflies. So I just have images of Dolly with dancing butterflies across <laughs> her bosom.
4: Can I tell you what's so funny about this? So, last night I'm over at my mom's and she has this bruising issue. Yes. Really bad. And I looked at her legs and I said, okay, is this going to be my future mom? And yeah. we're just laughing and she's putting on her brace and, you know, some other things. And we're just laughing about how bigger feet are. My mom is teeny and she has just big feet. She does. They, look, so, like hot,
0: they look like Coney Island hot dog they, they buns. Do. <laughs> I
4: mean, she is teeny. She's like my size, but she's got... No, but f- she's tall. Not, she's like 5'3". Right. And she's got a size nine foot. I know. All but so right. he's she's so funny big. about it. And, and I looked at her legs and I said, why? So should I just tattoo and fake knee high on all the way Wait, down? Right. Because she's always had, and I said, we could do colors. Right. Should we get tattoos? And she's like, I would never stop bleeding. <laughs> so yeah, right. That's true. That's so true. It was just funny thinking about that. It's a great way to deal with scars. So we yeah. know that
0: about Dolly. That's coming out of this interview. And also she admits to Robin Roberts, uh, she knows that she is the most um she's the most songs wherever you register songs with the song academy mm-hmm. or whatever the most
4: prolific writer of songs or she something she has the recorded? guinness yeah, oh. not recorded but okay. written you written. register wow. these songs
0: um she has like over 3200 but she wow. said I know I've written more I just don't know how many she's always writing so we're going to get a peek at interesting. that interesting but here she is this is a sneak peek about talking about dollywood and um I know a couple of people who've gone to Dollywood, and they said it's Neil the Knitter. We were oh, trying. Is he been, he said oh. it's. He was like on a motorcycle, right? You know, kind yeah. of doing the Smoky Mountains, yeah. and it was a Pigeon Forge. Yes, That's where it's absolutely
5: yeah. delightful. So here we go.
3: We're here at Dollywood, and it was very important to you to put it right here.
5: Well, yeah, because this is my home Then I'm so happy that I've been able to have a business here and to do so many things in this area for my neighbors and my family and my friends.
1: What's your favorite spot here?
5: Oh, I love it all. I love this museum mostly because it kind of has some of everything mm-hmm. in my whole all of life. The clothes. I don't think you like to throw anything away, my friend. No, uh- I- <laughs> this is only pieces of what I got. You should see my house. I got big bins, storage bins of clothes and things that fans give me. I have a whole uh, warehouse called the and Crap Building. <laughs> Cause I can't throw anything away, no matter how ugly it is or however, because I know how, how much people, you know, spent time on it. Sure. Organized hoarding. Organized hoarding. I mean, I, I
0: never knew any about this. And in the, the visual of all these. Case, oh, I, I mean, can't it, wait. It, it's, it sounded yeah. just. I mean, she's just darling. She really and is. And, of course, we're going to see her tomorrow night on the CMAs yeah, she's one of the hosts. But, um here she is. Uh, she's kind of told this story before. But every uh, the thing I really think that people appreciate about Dolly is no matter how many times she's told a story. and she's seventy three and been in the business, it always feels fresh, totally,
1: yeah, but long before Dolly had enough things to fill up an entire museum, she was just a high school girl with big musical dreams.
5: And I graduated on a Friday night and headed out on a Saturday morning. You know, as I make jokes about it with my matching luggage, those four paper bags from the same <laughs> grocery store. I thought, well, I can't be any poorer than I already am, and I'm a girl. I'll find some boy that'll take me to Shoney's. I thought, I'm not Achilles. going to go hungry, and I would left two boyfriends back home. The last thing I wanted was a boyfriend because I was headed out for my my big career. Two boyfriends. Well, I've always had more than two, but
4: I always had had more than two.
5: There was a laundromat down from my little apartment where I was going to be staying, and it was in walking distance, and I had taken my clothes down there. And so the very day (laughs) I go down to the laundromat, this good-looking man just drives by, and he says something like, well, why are you going to get sunburned out here? And I say something stupid like, well, what's it to you? And we start talking, and two years later we married, and we're still married and that
0: was that. Oh. And then Robbie. they show a photo of her and I mean Carl Dean and he's very handsome yes, and indeed. he's a little bit older than she is yeah, maybe I 5 or so. 6 years older. And then this is just kind of a cute uh clip because she's talking about something Robin says that reminds her of something she told Barbara Walters in an interview years ago.
1: I'm oh. going to take you down memory lane. 1977, okay? Okay. You had these big dreams and this is what you said to Barbara Walters.
5: I like to think that there's more money to be made than the money I've been making. I've been working too hard, too long, for too little. What do you make? What did you make as a country star? Maybe five, six hundred thousand dollars a year, but you know that's, you got to pay expenses and this sort of thing. Of course I've
1: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
3: is Chris Jenner,
1: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
3: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube
5: channel. That's not counting records and that sort of thing. Amen, Dolly Parton. Uh, no, I you know. <laughs> but also, you knew your worth. Well, I did. I knew that what I was He's supposed to, to do to and I thought, I'm not getting paid enough. But that's amazing to go back and, you know, remember that's what I always felt in my heart, that I had something to give, and I thought it was worth something,
0: you know, and Uh I still do. And that's why she never, you know, would let Elvis record I Will Always Love You, because he had to have a songwriting credit, and I mean, she has been who she is Mm -hmm. for a long time, and she had the, in the Barbara Walters clip, they had... She had the little uh, blue flower, you know, behind her ear, and she's delight. She's she's delightful. She's just
4: like a dollop of sunshine. Yeah, Mm
0: -hmm. and she tells Robin Roberts that she had a complete breakdown in the '80s because she's very sensitive, and a lot of her songs, you know, are really poignant and very full of feeling and real. And she said, "I could totally relate to how people do get on drugs or alcohol, or how people take their lives, because when you're a tender, loving, caring, sensitive person." Sometimes you feel like you can only stand so much heartache and sorrow. I don't know that wow. we've ever heard her say that wow. before. In the 80s, you say? Yeah, she but maybe she's never shared with that mm. I, about that, mm. but um anyway, and she just, I guess is going to talk about how she's Aunt Dolly to a lot of country.
4: I love it. Um
0: women and you know Miley Cyrus, she's the godmother yes. of Miley. Yes. All of that and uh it's going to be an all female opening number tomorrow it's going to be dolly carrie underwood and reba Mm -hmm. i think it's gonna
4: be fun yeah Yeah. so tonight we have the dolly special the dolly special and then tomorrow night we've got the american music country music awards yeah and you know dolly has
0: given away 125 million books that's another story she does
4: that it's pretty amazing. She was talking about that.
0: That's one of the things uh-huh. we're going to uh, hear about. And I think she tells Robin Roberts that that is the thing she's the most proud of, of how many books that she's gotten out to kids, because that was her. That's like so have. cool. I know. I like her. She also
3: gave money to a lot of people in Tennessee that suffered from uh, oh, yeah. fires. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, remember yeah. that? Mm-hmm. Oh, so anyway, she's just is, oh, everything. I'm glad we got to see her one time at Mystic. Oh, I know. It was so fun. And it was
4: so intimate. It was a small, you know... That that that? showroom is is perfect.
0: It really is. By the way, uh, the Countess was there this past Saturday.
4: Please, I have not got reviews.
0: Well... The consensus was she was so good, she was bad, or she was just so flat out bad, or they really enjoyed how bad and good was. it was. So maybe those are the same things. I think it kind of are.
4: Yeah. actually yeah. I, okay. <laughs> I had no. I had to desire. go on Twitter and people no, yeah. were doing I,
0: doing clips I, of it, but I, it was sold out. Julia. Oh, I know it was sold All right, out. we got to go. We got to find out what's happening. Oh, murder.
5: Dreaming Everything I want to know At all mm-hmm. I'd spend
1: two-
0: hanging out with us on this Tuesday. I have kind of an interesting story for you guys. Okay, well here it is. Here's the headline. Robin Crawford's book, A Song for You About Whitney Houston is the Only Real Account of a Tragic Life. So says Roger Friedman at Showbiz 411. He said, and she's been everywhere. Yeah. Dateline, the Today Show, People Magazine. She was on Wendy Williams today. She told Wendy about how she and Whitney went to confront her at the radio station. Because they heard her
4: talking crap about her on the radio.
0: Yeah, and um, here's what Roger writes. A song for you is the only accurate account of Whitney's life so far. It's as true as it could be from Crawford's perspective. She's not doing it for the money, because it's all these years later. But with Whitney and Bobby Christina both tragically gone and sissy houston apparently is too frail to know what's going on Sure, robin is all we have and it just covers robin's experiences with whitney which started it doesn't go beyond that they met when um at camp at, well whitney was uh 17 she and she was 21 19 oh
4: 19 that's
0: right and um they had a real love affair that went on for two or three years until 1982 And Robin writes all this, when Robin says, Whitney says, the physical part has Uh to end. But they still loved each other as friends, and Robin was part of Whitney's life really up and through till she got maybe a little bit past Bobby Brown. Right. And so they were still living together, Friedman writes. When he went to interview Whitney early summer of 1990, because she's a... You know, she's busted out. Yeah. Yeah. And he's writing for Fame Magazine. Do you guys remember that? Fame? I don't... You do, Donnie? I do remember
3: Fame Magazine, yes.
0: So he goes to Whitney's gigantic house in New Jersey and... He said, how do I know I did this? Robin writes about it in the book <laughs> that he came. Someone
4: else reminded it reminded me of it.
0: It's not a happy recollection for Robin. All the good news is we did remain friendly, and Whitney and I had a pretty good relationship through good times and bad. Mm-hmm. And here's what happened. So... The, when he goes to interview here, the gay thing had been rumored. It had been national. Yes. It had been a problem for Whitney. And Robin writes in the book, tabloids were all over them all the time and if this happened today of course no one would care no one cares but -hmm. now is a different world in the 80s unless you were elton john you couldn't have a career or so it was thought and whitney didn't date any other women after robin Mm -hmm. so it was white you know she didn't try and hide it but when they ended it they just became friends and robin like kind of became like a personal she was her personal kind of security staff. Whatever sort of, her gopher, got, someone yeah, she trusted. She was just her.
4: her they f- weren't lovers anymore. No, I know so she
0: had relationships with men. Uh, Roger said when I interviewed her that day in nineteen ninety, Eddie Murphy, Jermaine Jackson, and Eagles quarterback Randall Cunningham were all in the picture, wow. and we discussed them as we walked about her pool. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, as I was walking out, I asked Whitney if she played any instruments. She said no, but she was thinking of taking up drums. Quote, if they thought I was gay before, what will they say now? She laughed uproariously. Right. I can see her so clearly. She was almost 27 and so young and fresh face. She looked like Bambi with her pert ears pointing out of her a short haircut. She had a beautiful smile. Robin was there. Whitney's family was there. She'd just come in from playing basketball. Right. She had a basketball uniform on. Sissy Houston was not happy I was at the house. I didn't know what was going on. I was just thrilled to meet Sissy, who right. backed up Aretha. Right. The quote, though, made it into the piece. The If they thought I was gay before, what will they say right. now? And our publisher insisted the cover line for the story in the magazine be the secret life of Whitney Houston. It was the first time Whitney had been on the cover of a mainstream magazine. So,
4: it was just the salacious. Graphic. It was very yes. rare
0: then for yep. black people to get that honor. Really, he's writing. I and the other staff begged for that not to be the cover line, but Greenberg, who was eccentric and difficult, insisted. It would help sell magazine. In October, when the mag- magazine arrived, Whitney's team was furious. I would be. Arista Records pulled their ads from Fame Magazine wow. for six months. The article was otherwise very favorable. There was no mention of any drugs. All of that hadn't that happened yet. Is the
4: headline, though. The headline is what people can put yeah. in their mind.
0: So, Robin writes about how this reporter... Use that story, and I guess Robin recalls in her book that she and Whitney were doing coke round the clock long before Bobby Brown came around, and it took two decades to uncover that it was Whitney's brothers who turned her on to coke, and she took to it like fish to water, Mm -hmm. she couldn't stop, and I guess Robin is nothing but very honest about the progression of the drugs. It was like a forest fire. It just kept getting bigger yeah, and bigger. and Robin which,
4: quit. And then she'd say, you know, I, I'm i going to quit someday, but it's, I'm not ready yet. And sometimes it seems like, it, it's like
0: any addiction. It seems like it's under control, and then it mm-hmm. roars back to life. So he just said, he writes, this had to have been a difficult book for her to write. For one thing, she, she had to wait until Sissy was out of the picture. Sure. And I guess Sissy must be very... Like, not with it. right? Mm -hmm. Sissy didn't like her ever, at all. But she didn't like anyone, Roger Friedman writes. She was horrible to Whitney, was very jealous of her overnight success after Sissy had worked so hard, thanklessly, for decades. Robin stays out of a lot of the Houston family politics. She mentions Pat Houston once in passing. And uh, uh, she... There might be one other person who could uh, write about Whitney, and he doesn't want to mention the guy's name because mm-hmm. he's managed to well, stay. You know, when you say
4: what you said, is I remember Tanya Hart telling us that Bo- she knew Bobby Brown way before he met Whitney. Right. And he was really innocent. And that Whitney was the one that turned Bobby Brown on to all the drugs. Not the opposite that everyone thought, but Whitney looked so angelic and holy. Yeah, Of course, it would seem like Bobby Brown would introduce her to the drugs, but it was completely the opposite. Um, And I guess
0: some of the other stuff we find out in Robin's book about Whitney, a failed recording with George Michael, who is also dead now thanks to drugs, a Mm -hmm. reenactment of Burt Bacharach firing Whitney from the Oscars.
3: I didn't know about that.
0: Yeah. Really? Endless stories of Bobby hitting Whitney, very Ike mm. Turner, throwing things at her and her accepting it, and also failed attempts at rehab. And it wasn't la- a lack of uh, trying. Almost everyone who knew about yeah. her was concerned, and Robin was at the top of the List, but uh, he's recommending reading the book. It may not be the final word for anyone, but it's the best possible way to frame the roller coaster short life of Whitney
4: Houston. Well, mm-hmm. so. you're getting the truth, yeah, from an insider, yeah, from someone who's Who got, loved really her and loved, loved her, her and wrote honestly about and it because the drugs were what caused her death I mean that was yeah the but that- and
0: also she respected she said I loved her enough to realize okay if we have to end our relationship I will just continue to love you because we did start out as friends mm-hmm. and it was, I so and they met at a community center you know before Whitney had been discovered yeah. or whatever and she'd just been singing in the church she's so- just a
4: boring interview holy cow listening to Robin talks we played some of the cuts when you were out last week it was just like help me help me help me yeah, all okay. right
3: yeah, Oscar firing uh, boy. There are quite a lot of stories about it, and uh, she was indeed fired by Bert Backrack. She he got so frustrated with her at rehearsal.
0: He what year her, is this?
3: 19, uh, 2000 Okay. He told her to uh, hit the road. She was uh, flubbing her songs. Uh, so she couldn't sing very well, and he she showed up rehearsal quote totally out of it. And uh, after about fifteen minutes, he said, "That's it. You're done. You're out." Yeah, I think uh, she
0: was spiraling uh, at that time. Faith Hill Mm -hmm. took her place. Place. Okay. All right, Donnie. There you go. Okay, Mm -hmm. listen. We We do. We have to go. We've got some guests to bring into the studio. We'll be right back.
4: Welcome back. Thanks for hanging out with us. We are absolutely delighted to have Weezer and Clary <laughs> in the studio with us from um, the Guthrie Theater's production of Steel Magnolias and better known as Amy Van um, no- Nostrand. Van Nostrand. Ben Nostrand and Sally Wingert. Yeah, and it's been a while, Sally. It's, it's, it's you been, you been way too long. What? So badly. How last do you guys time?
2: even? How do you? How do you make a go of it without having me on at least semi-regular? Well, a lot of people so pretend to be acting,
0: you. and they <laughs> say she's not doing any interviews. Oh yes, right, darling, <laughs> absolutely. She's
4: not. so busy. And Amy, you're is this the first time that you've done a production? This is my third, third time. Yeah. Third time. Okay. My
1: first time was also with Sally Wingert mm-hmm. in a production of Six Degrees of Separation. Oh, that's right. Right. Many years ago, and I knew we'd be fast like, um, and friends. Not that many. Don't Don't okay, have don't, me on the yeah, man. All right, but it was last it century, was, wasn't yeah. it? No, maybe. It, no, it was in this century. It, it was. In that's this always century. good
4: to... <laughs> don't do math m- m- Al- on Al- the Al- show. It's Al- Alva. Don't do it. Okay, so this show, I think so many of us know it from the movie Steel Magnolia. You know, it started out as a play. Somebody said
2: to me, they
0: said... Well, they made a play of the movie. No. no, no. They
4: they made was, it
2: was, That's yeah. the number one
0: thing people are don't know that this started as a play. Yeah. Either way,
1: play or movie, it's so good. It, I have to say, don't you think, Ames, It's a wonderful story. It's, it's a, a wonderful story about six women who come together in a sanctuary, basically, yeah, the salon women, mm-hmm. where everything is safe. You know, for that to too, talk and, about, and and
4: you played uh, like the Olympia Dukakis role, if yeah. people remember it, and yeah. the Shirley MacLaine role.
0: That's right. You guys yeah. have, the I, you yeah. have the best lines. You do have the best lines. We do. Are the I, I, hate we to do. Say, I mean, everybody gets good, good lines. lines. But
4: you do have the
2: zingers, we but we, we yeah, zingers. I think, I think we think so too.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think, I think Amy, you kind of hit it on the head. Is that it's about a safe place where women can be women, and everyone goes through trials and tribulations. But boy, the community and women mm. and just being able to talk about things with the backdrop of a hair salon yeah. mm-hmm. is is really something. Because I find even silliness in the community of going to a restroom at night at a restaurant. Oh, I need yeah. everybody. It true?
1: It's oh yeah, and different. everyone's open. Once it's right. all women, yeah. you know. Yeah. It, you're, you're, no hands barred. No holds barred. There's yes. hold every mark. reason our for men
2: to get face. a little nervous We're when touching. a group of women get together in a room. <laughs> <laughs> they
0: have every reason. So is the play like the movie set in what time period? So it's set the 80s. in eighty, 80 mid eighties. Okay. So it's got yeah. We got the eighties here. I'm telling <laughs> you, you will
2: And you look back at those clothes and think well, you might not. I don't know how old no. you guys are, but let me tell you it is it is almost too soon. To look at what I had on my body in the eighties, it I'm is. Give so me an idea. Give me an idea of
4: one of your outfits, well, Sally.
2: Weezer's are terrible. Truly got off Yeah, it. <laughs> but but like um, these sort of um, uh, a- acid washed. Oh, I hated um, those pleated jeans. jeans. Oh, 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 jeans. No, I jeans. So oh pleated jeans. Oh, you guys, I just, hated those. I'm wearing a pair of pleated khaki pants in oh. the last scene. <laughs> They Born were on the Mary. range. They're yeah. destined <laughs> to be burned at <laughs> the my last God. performance. Like, I come out and I just think, Hello world is <laughs> These are my hips.
0: they <laughs> <laughs> just like <laughs> wow. Way to
4: look
1: bigger Why, why, did, like, why did
0: that ever? <laughs> and then we
4: will wear the huge boxy. Oh. Yes, and, oh, oh, and then the small bangs at the top. Oh where yeah, you just oh, yeah. tease those okay, bangs so, up. So you're in a hair salon. Truvy's
2: hair yeah. salon, yeah. And, and and Austin Van is playing Truvy, and she's fantastic.
1: So is there a delicious. lot of? Is
4: there a ton of ratting going on? There's is the there's hair? There's some. I get. I get. Some you get some ratting done. I get a
1: whole. I come. I start the second. I can act in rollers, and they and and my my uh, stylist Anel takes it down. Anel, that's and right. it around and puffs it up and sprays it within an inch of its life. And oh yeah, it's I always loved
0: Anel, the, the Daryl Hannah character. She's kind of Daryl Hannah, you're gonna you're, you're gonna, gonna
1: absolutely love you. A- Adeline fall, Phelps, okay. Worship at the altar of Adeline. 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 Okay, okay, you to be rollers, but there's also Nicole
2: King plays Shelby. Melissa Maxwell plays, um, uh, Malin, Malin,
0: Malin. Are any of, of the
4: husbands in it? No, 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 no we talk about did You talk
5: bad. about him. Okay. So
4: it's really, so what is it about, um, you know, Amy, I think you kind of touched on it about the community of women. But what what made you want to come to Minnesota to take part in this? Well, Interesting, because this well, is my third of,
1: time here, and, and you're coming at the call, warmest time. Yeah, 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 Well, I've been here in the depth in okay. January okay. And February, that was okay. scary. So that you've experienced, scary. and I've been here in the fall, which was lovely. You go to the state fair, and that's always fun. Yeah, chocolate covered bacon. <laughs> and um, and then when this one came up, I got a call from the casting director in New York, who's who's wonderful. And she said, "Hey, uh, the Guthrie is interested in you coming back." And I went, "Oh, great! What's the show?" And she said, "Steel Magnolias." And I said, "Oh, what's the slot?" And she told me the dates. And I went, "Uh huh, okay. Um, I, you know, I'm interested." And she said, "Well, you'll you'll have to audition." And I said, "Wait a minute, but I know the director, <laughs> and she's asking for me. Right. So what's the deal?" And she said, "Well, Joe Hodge doesn't know you yet." And I said, "Well, <clears throat> really, okay. Um, who's cast?" And oh. she said, uh-huh. she said, well, several of the roles aren't cast yet, but um, of the people who are local, uh, Sally Winger. And I went, stop, stop right there, stop. I'm, I'm in, i will uh-huh. audition. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Oh, she's and so sweet. Uh, yes,
2: I I want. We were dressing room mates during Six Degrees. Okay. Uh, if if you want to talk about sanctuary, yeah. a woman's dressing room at a theater is where it all happens. Do you guys... I mean, you
4: must we have that. We, we, to we did it twice. We did it twice. We did the We were we the musical, went, musical right? at the Pantages oh, totally. And, and then, I mean,
0: we were so nervous to go on stage, and we were just fluffing each other's hair and taking <laughs> sexy pictures, trying to get ourselves <laughs> yeah. into our characters to feel good about going up on stage. Oh, right. So we kinda right. kind of get studio was kind of our is sanctuary. Like yeah. It's you know, yeah. We can't let other
4: people touch it. Wow. Right. You I feel that. It's our man. Well, we can't help it. They don't make... You know, we just... You know, we've been here for 17 and a half
1: years in this <laughs> room. Bucket. you got to have it. I know. I, I know.
0: It's,
4: and it's... It's inspiring. Um,
1: it's inspiring. What's Thank the you. best
0: thing you get in yeah. a dressing room besides maybe, you know, a makeout session or something? But, like, is it getting something that delivered? Is it having no. the well-wish? None come of that. No. It's, it's, that. Privacy. It's, you, it's privacy. It's
2: privacy. But you come in every day and... Um, you do this check in with each other. Yeah. What's your day? What'd you eat? What'd you what What did you eat? who did you talk oh, to? What did you make for
1: dinner? And, it's big. And
4: it, you
2: become, you have <laughs> this <insurance>. sort of
4: <laughs> would
1: die gorgeous. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't eat.
2: Just sort of day to day, Okay. non dramatic, mm-hmm. right. really. Constantly checking right. out Instagram you know, pictures
1: like, of our families, right? You know, exactly. Kind of
4: well, I think it would be interesting being an actress when you travel from you know theater to theater, and you're not part of a a, a company anymore, and so you're traveling around, so you're meeting different yeah, people your all the time. Home. It's like your time yeah. in the office. Yeah, I, I've always
2: said actors say hello and goodbye really easily. We yeah. get to know each other quickly. Yeah, and we have to be we have to be okay with saying goodbye, and we'll see you next time we see you because sometimes that's years right, right. yeah good. okay yeah. so
4: still magnolia is playing at the Guthrie Theater now through December 15th. December 15th. You've mm-hmm. got to come. you yeah. yeah. I know, you guys. are so so
1: guaranteed a, a good time. It's a delicious I, I, We thing have in so the theater. much fun. The I, set so is gorgeous, fun.
4: designed by
2: the entire design team, or women. Or women.
4: Well, that's why you heard this whole production is women.
1: Yeah. It's
2: feminist.
4: Nice. our
1: stage manager, Jason Klusman, who okay. okay. shout out Shout out to our, um, honorary, um, our honorary woman, Matt. What is it about.
4: What is it, you guys? Because you have been, you know, you came down from Duluth in the ninth grade. I was reading a little bit. You yeah. grew up in Providence, Rhode Island, which I love, and I we did. love East Coast. I girls.
1: grew up in Providence and uh, and, and in Brazil, in Sao Paulo, Brazil, for a number of years. Wow. Yeah, right. And was then, your dad a polo player? Mm-hmm. No, he was a no, <laughs> professor. Right, Laurie, he, I he, like he that. Was, he was a, a Fulbright oh, uh, okay. scholar, and he taught in Sao Paulo for a while. But... Um, but yeah and then I went to uh, a girls private school a Quaker girls private school and then I went to Brown and then I went right into Trinity Rep and and being coming up in the regional theater system in this country made me really honor that whole lifestyle which is what goes on here right. too which Right, is right. and you, it you, made, it out right here. yeah and and you the the whole that whole lifestyle of of you know being able to pick up and go to a venue that you really respect and you want to work in mm-hmm. with people that you know and respect or have heard of and respect and, mm-hmm. and love to be with. I, I mean, bet it's, you guys, it's joy. It's it's pure joy when you get to do it.
4: I it believe really you. That's I can see it on your face and I can yeah, see the relationship, it's too. It's really cool. It's cool to see you. We haven't seen you in a long I time. Oh, I love um, it. Okay, so music. one more thing about being live and doing theater. What what if people come up to you and said? Because I bet you've had a couple Q and A's after the show, or people have come up to you like, "I'm not worthy." You're oh, so good. No, no, to, no, no, we wear nobody wigs. Would come nobody damn nobody, no, no, nobody, nobody knows you. So many wigs.
1: Okay, but they walk out and people are like looking. Like, What's the
4: best thing someone can say to you then? What's the best compliment someone can give you? I laughed,
1: (laughs) I cried. And they usually do. Mm -hmm. That's what they say. And
4: I didn't die. (laughs) And I didn't die. die. You know, uh, we're
2: just, we're really, there's a lot of places to put your entertainment dollars. Oh, I know. You know?
4: And Mm -hmm. so when somebody would
2: come to Mm -hmm. the theater, I am on my knees of gratitude. And I mean that because if you come... We have jobs. Yeah. If you don't come, we don't have jobs.
4: Well, we're all going to go. Sue Magnolias. We yeah. love it. if now, you No, I know. We we come. have threatened. We have threatened. We have threatened. And then this one, we are this going. One to. I, I, go I think good. it. I think it's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we both love the well, movie and parts and the of the movie. And the reviews have been so good. Them. Exactly. And you go you know, and now we know the say. stars. Yeah. <laughs> darling. <laughs> oh, you guys. Anne, Amy, Amy's sister, Anne. Amy and <laughs> S- Nordstrand, we're yeah. so bad at names, Amy. That's sorry, okay, Sally Wingard. Yeah. We we know you. Um, thank you for your time, and we're delighted in the Steel Magnolias. I think go it's- to Guthrie mm-hmm. dot org for tickets. It's
0: Steel Magnolias, and it's here through uh, December fifteenth. So there we've got go. some time, but there not too do. much,
4: because some of the good slots go. Wait to see you. They yeah. do. We're yeah. selling well. Yeah, yeah as you, do, as you
0: should. know. Kind of a different show to go to too, if you don't feel like doing a more a holiday, wanna, Christmas yeah. one, and you're like, let's just go with the ladies or exactly. giggle a little cry a little. It's, know, it's a, a little. funny show, and it actually also has a bit of heart. And we of, and lot lot we of of could heart. use an uplift. We oh, could yeah. use Connect an uplift. Them, it's very stressful yeah. these times, yes, so yes. I think Steel yes, Magnolia's, so so Magnolias is where we could do that. All right, thank you so much, you guys, for having us. It was so great. All
4: right, we'll be back. G. Nielsen. Oh